Picture yourself sitting in a rigid yet comforting office chair. Your hands are placed on a long conference table. There are two dark windows and you feel relaxed. You're in the basement of the Nebraska Union and you're on another episode of the Star City Culture Committee. On this episode, we talk to Brianna Georgeson, the owner of Wild Root Yoga here in Lincoln. Stress relief, good feelings, meditation, and manifestation are all coming your way. So sit tight, recognize the light in yourself, and open your ears. I'm Mark Champion, the senior culture editor at the Daily Nebraskan. And I'm Jenna, and I'm the assistant culture editor at the DN. Now let's get into it. So I'm Brianna Georgeson. I'm the owner of Wild Root Yoga here in Lincoln. And um, I'm very lucky that I have this yoga studio. I actually just took over ownership in July. Um, But it's it's a wonderful community-based studio. A lot of our students that we see are newer to yoga. And so um, all of our teachers are very trained to walk someone through if they've never experienced yoga in their life, to walk them through and really help them develop a practice. And uh, we always say practice on the mat and off the mat. Uh, Most people think when they go to yoga that they're going just to stretch and to breathe. And really yoga is more than that. It has a lot to do with um, calming the mind, uh, being able to stay mindful, you know, as students when you're going through studying times and and finals and all that good stuff it's like being able to like rein that in and like how do you stay mindful in that moment um so the practice off the mat is just as important as the practice on the mat Mm -hmm. interesting um so you said that you uh deal a lot with like stress relief too how do you do that exactly absolutely so i actually have like our our 12 steps of, oh. of stress management and thought it would be really timely with the holidays coming and um, you know I'm not going to age myself but I was once a student here too <laughs> and I remember the stress of being a student uh, so looking at those things there are things that sound like common sense but really when you're putting them all into practice it does make a big difference mm-hmm. so the first one is just getting enough sleep and I know that that's a hard one when you're juggling classes, maybe extracurriculars, um, a job, whatever the case might be. Uh, but that seven to eight hours of sleep is super important. And so, and that should be consistent sleep. So I know that there's a lot of people that like to nap and they think, oh gosh, I, I'm getting that sleep, but it's like really it's getting that sleep at night. Um, the second one, second one is eating well. And by mm. eating well, it's like those fruits and veggies mm. and the color in our diet. Um, it sounds like a little thing, but it actually goes a long way. And then an- another one, like kind of part of food, is avoiding those unnatural um, like energy boosts. So energy drinks are really big on the market right now. Uh, they are not great for us. Really? Really. That's disconcerting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is to a lot of people. Um, it's. I know that it feels good at the time. It's like, oh, I got this good boost. I can like keep going. Uh, mm-hmm. But it really is not, it's not good for our system. It's not good for our immune system. Um, so really avoiding those if at all possible. Mm-hmm. What about coffee? Tricks. 
Are you a coffee mm. drinker? I am a coffee drinker. And coffee is actually totally fine in moderation. Every I, study mm. says that it's fine. Um, but maybe not at 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. Yeah, so that's, that's important. Um, moving and exercising. So yoga obviously comes in here. But even bigger than that, um, getting cardiovascular movement is super important. Um, and it can also help clear the head. So let's say you're studying and it's like, I just can't figure this out. I can't. Mm-hmm. Sometimes that 20 minute walk is all you need in your head's like, oh my gosh, I mm-hmm. feel so much better. I can just finally sit down and, and do the things I need to get done tonight. So making sure you're getting that movement in your day. And yes, yoga can be a part of that, but, um, yeah, walks, runs, yeah, whatever you enjoy is movement. So it's all good. Uh, finding emotional support or building a support system is super important. So it helps when you're on campus. Obviously, you know that you have like-minded people around you that you can share that with. But sometimes there are things that you're going through that maybe it feels like you're alone. And so I would encourage that you look for those friends that are into like-minded activities, um, maybe similar experiences. And if you're struggling with that, always reaching out to like your psychology department or um, even the campus health center mm-hmm. um, because there are resources and especially the year that we're in. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's like, I feel like everyone just needs a little extra help. And oh, so yeah. make sure you're looking mm-hmm. for those resources um, because just having someone to talk to and express, you know, here's, here's what's been hard can go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. So Um, you focus on some of those other things too at Wild Root, not just yoga? We do. So what's fun is that we will take some of these things and incorporate them into classes. Mm -hmm. So for example, um, this is going to show my nerd side. I'm really into (laughs) the moon. And so I will do full moon classes where it's like, you know, like instead of sun salutations, we'll do moon salutations. Um, But we do all sorts of things like classes based around the seasons and like in fall we talk about letting go um we do stress management we actually just did a de-stress workshop this last weekend Mm -hmm. and it was like here's tips and tricks on how to really de-stress and like mini yoga things you can do in your office or or wherever um Mm -hmm. so yes we do try to incorporate like the things going on in the world around us into our classes because a lot of times we're all dealing with similar things. Mm-hmm. And so if we can kind of come together in this community and say, how can we help each other out? Um, it goes a long way. How, yeah. does, how do you go about like meshing these things into a yoga class? That's a Is great it? question. <laughs> so it, it, can be, it can be very, um, we can get pretty creative. Really? Yes, we can. So Anything from, like when I do a moon class, I will do, there's a lot of moon poses. Mm. And so doing those poses. But let's take it way back. Let's simplify this. What if we're just talking about grounding? So grounding is the idea of connecting with the earth. So if you're feeling like scatterbrained or you're feeling like, ah, things just aren't like going right, um, my recommendation will always be to ground. And so it's connecting with the earth. And that... The most basic way to do it is take your shoes off and get in the grass. But grounding can also just mean like taking your shoes off in your living room and just standing in what we call a mountain. And that's just standing with your shoulders down, standing up nice and tall, feeling the strength of your own legs. Um, And so we'll have classes that are just focused on grounding. How do you really ground yourself in, um, create that balance? You know, if life is feeling too hectic and like sporadic, how do we pull you in so that you can center yourself? Hmm. 
That's really interesting. Um, I'm sort of curious too to circle back a little bit. Uh, what is a moon and sun salutation? Oh, that is a great question. I, I don't really know what that means. So uh, it's it's several steps to do a salutation. Okay. I mean, it's hard to describe talking. Yeah. yeah like <laughs> if you had a camera, I is could it? like physically do one and show you. Um, but it's it's about, it's a movement with breath. And so like on your oh. inhale, your arms go up. On your exhale, you forward fold. Oh, okay. Inhale, you come up into like a half high flat back. And so... Um, that was the teacher voice in me kind of yeah, yeah. there. Uh, but yes, it, it follows the breath and it, but it's movement. And so it's creating movement in the body. And a lot of times, especially if you're anxious, taking you out of that mind and all you're thinking about is, okay, on this inhale, I do this. And on this exhale, I do this can help calm that anxiety down mm-hmm. and just help you focus in on that moment instead of all those thoughts that are racing through your head. Hmm. For sure. Yeah. And what does a moon class look like? Do you think like the like moon and the stars affect like I, us? Or? I personally do. I think okay. that like it's it's the idea. If you've ever heard someone say, "Oh, it's a full moon," people are acting a little crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do believe that yes, like there are there are, the moon has a cycle for a reason. Just like we have cycles, um, and it does affect people. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of times when I do a full moon class, it is more about grounding specifically because there's like some crazy energy happening. And mm-hmm. so it's like, let's pull back into ourselves. Let's not, you know, feed into this like energy that's there, but instead like ground into what we're doing. Right, right. Yeah. Interesting. I noticed on my way over that we're coming out of a new moon. We are. What are the implications of that? Are there? Oh are gosh, like... you're going to like put me on the spot about <laughs> the moon. <laughs> gosh, I said, yeah, I'm, a, to, I said I'm a moon nerd and then... <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm just wondering if I need to look out for anything. (laughs) uh, I read something this morning, and now I'm trying to remember about the new moon specifically. Um, I do, I will tell you this, that the next two weeks are supposed to be the best time to manifest. So if there are things that you want in your life, but be very clear in this manifestation. Um, There's something about fall energy and manifesting where if you focus too much also on the things you don't want, that those will also come to you. So um, when I say be very clear, so if it's like, I don't know, I, I don't want my car to break down and you're focused <laughs> on that, it's more than likely going to happen. Oh. So it's, you got to focus on that positive side, hmm. which actually is one of the tips, thinking positively <laughs> kind of oh. comes back to that same idea. Just a positive mind goes a long way. So mm-hmm. what is it about these two weeks? It, oh gosh. <laughs> That's like a whole nother, it's like astrology. So there, we just came out of a giant retrograde. So um, several of the planets were in retrograde. And, and a lot of times when that opens up, it's like clarity comes. And, and so people tend to feel things more clearly. Um, mm. And it's just, it's, it's everything aligning. Mm. So yes. Yeah. This, sorry, I'm like, <laughs> I feel like I'm geeking out a little. <laughs> no, no, it was interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, we're kind of putting you on the spot. Oh, my gosh, no. <laughs> it's just that I could talk probably all day on this stuff, too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's really interesting. Um, were there more tips? I do have more the... tips. Okay, cool. um, so don't give up on your passions. This is especially por- important as a student because I think sometimes it's easy to get really focused in on, like, school and work and all of these things. And it's like, you know, if you had these passions before college, like whether it was running or sewing or knitting or whatever the case might be, um, 
really keeping that in your schedule, um, even just 30 minutes, but that, that helps feed, you know, a positive outlook helps keep that stress under control. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Making a plan. I mean, I know some of us are better at planning than others, but making a plan <laughs> does really go a long way. And just kind of here's what my day looks like. Um, one of the things I love to do is, so I work three jobs. Oh, wow. and Because why not? Um, <laughs> but I, ha- I have to make a list every morning. It's like, here are the top five things I have to do today. And then it's like, there are hundreds of other things. And that's all gravy, and that's great. But it's like, these are non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. And so... I think that's really important when you're juggling like school and personal life and and a job and anything else that comes up that you can say, okay, but these are the five things that like I have to make sure that happen. Um, I find that when you do that, you get them done early in the day and then it's like the rest of the day feels like, oh my gosh, this is so much better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, kind of knocking those out early. Mm. Um, I, the next one, you guys aren't well... I didn't like in college, and that's to avoid alcohol, to relax. <laughs> um, if you're 21, of course. Hmm. But I know that this is kind of a natural um, thing to do, you know, in college or out of college, really, if you live in Nebraska. Um, <laughs> but alcohol is a, is a depressant, and it's also not um, like the side effects, you know, the hangover and all of that. Yeah. Like, none of that is is good for our bodies. And so... Mm. Um, you know, that's where yoga comes in. And that's actually where my passion came in for yoga. Um, I'm actually two and a half years sober. And so I Mm -hmm. came into yoga as I was like figuring out that that was something that was important to me. And Mm -hmm. so, and it became something I could do when it was like, gosh, I just, all my friends are out and I can't be out. And Mm -hmm. now it's like my jam. It's like what I do all the time. So, yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, if I can say one thing, it's like, I know that it's, alcohol seems fun at the time, but it isn't in the long run. It's really not helping you be productive as the person you can be. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, breathing, <laughs> basic, <laughs> super basic. Yeah. Uh, but I think a lot of times we forget to stop and breathe. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, I, I'm guilty of this just as much as anybody else. I'll be in the middle of my day and it's like, oh my gosh, when was the last time? I just thought about my own breath. And mm-hmm. it's the essence of our life, right? Like, yeah right (laughs) that was nice yeah Yeah. so like it's it's funny because we can go what three to four days without water we can go two weeks without food you can go I I think the last thing I read is like maybe a minute without a breath and so it's like literally the thing we have to do all the time Mm -hmm. so but bringing awareness to it can also just really help with stress relief so and the -hmm. thing that I always tell people is if you have a little bit of anxiety if you just count your inhale in, don't change it, but just count it. So like a count to three or four, pause at the mm-hmm. top for a second. And then when you exhale, just make it longer than that inhale. So an exhale of like five oh. to six. And so a lot of people think when you have anxiety, it's like it's all about that, oh, I got to get this deep breath in. It's like, no, you really just need to release. Like mm-hmm. releasing is so important. And so making that exhale longer than the inhale is really important. So yes, don't forget to breathe. Yeah. 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 That's um, that I've, I've just started getting into yoga a little bit, like awesome. these past couple months. Um, and that's, that's the thing that's kind of surprised me the most about it is how breathing is such like a central idea in it and how much it helps with all of the, like even the stretching, but also kind of like the grounding and the yeah. um, more mental side of it. Right. It's really kind of 
crazy. Uh-huh. I never would have guessed. We <laughs> always say if you can breathe, you can do yoga. Mm. You know, people mm. say to me all the time, well, I'm not flexible. And I'm like, that's exactly why you should be in yoga. Yeah. <laughs> the really flexible people aren't usually the people that we see um, mm-hmm. because that's not the point. Mm-hmm. at yeah. all um it is it's coming to that breath and then what you start to find is the more you settle in and you're comfortable with your breath the easier the poses become and mm-hmm. and it's yes you're building some fle- some flexibility but it's more so instead of this kind of just the best way I can think of it is if you compare it to being like an athlete and it's like instead of this like burst of energy to like go and like do this thing and make it happen it's more like no we're easing into it we're breathing into it Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden it's like oh that muscle wasn't as tight as I thought it was just that I was like Mm -hmm. hanging on to it and once I breathe through let go it's like oh I feel so much better now um so it is that it breath is like that number one piece and then from there I feel like practice can grow in so many different directions. And I think people don't always know that like yoga isn't just one style. There's actually several styles of yoga. So mm-hmm. there are also ways to find a yoga that fits you and your personality, your lifestyle. Um, you know, there are people that are definitely like, I'm not ready to be on a mat for an hour in my own thoughts. And so it's like, <laughs> okay, cool. Go do like a power yoga class where it's like, you're going to move, you're going to sweat. Um, and you're going to work on that breathing. And then eventually you'll probably get to a spot where you're like, okay, now I can like settle my mind enough to like yeah. be in more of like a yin class or something more that's like mentally challenging. Mm-hmm. Can you describe a yin class? Absolutely. So <laughs> yin is actually great for athletes. Um, it is deep stretching that is done without a warm up. So a lot of times people compare it to what is called restorative yoga and they are not the same. Restorative is made, I would say if you're a true beginner, restorative is a great place to start. It's poses that are held like five minutes and you're usually with like a couple pillows and blankets and it's like get crawling up in a cozy bed and (laughs) finding some nice soft stretches. Yin is more like, let's dig into that hip muscle Mm. and that hip joint and let's really stretch through it and hold that for five minutes but you don't come in and warm up. It's like, we're just, we're going to go in there. We're going to get at it. And sometimes it's a little intense, mm-hmm. but it should never be painful. It's more yeah. just like this intense, like, Ooh, I didn't know that was like, <laughs> so hanging on so tight there. Um, but it's very slow moving. I see. Interesting. So how long have you been interested in yoga? You said two years. I actually first became interested in yoga about, Oh, I would say five or six years ago and um, jumped around to some different studios trying to find the right place for me and found one and then they ended up sadly closing and then luckily Wild Root um, was introduced to me and so in my in terms of years I'm actually still relatively new to yoga in Mm -hmm. a lot of ways and I actually just got certified to be a teacher Uh, I graduated in March of this year so I'm still I'm still learning I feel like we're always learning in yoga but I feel like I'm learning so much at this time. Um, mm-hmm. But I had such a passion for this particular studio that yeah. when the owner moved, I was like, it can't go away. It has to still be <laughs> here. So, What was it about that one that sealed the deal for you? You know, I had a student once tell me that she can tell that all of the souls that have been in those walls are like the best souls because you walk in and you just get that vibe. Mm. And I know that sounds kind of hippy dippy, <laughs> but <laughs> but it is true. It's yeah. like some of the best people I've ever met mm-hmm. belong to that studio. And I like, 
it does. It feels like I'm the blessed one that I get to own the studio because there's some amazing people that are just mm-hmm. loving and forgiving and just welcoming to to whatever comes in the door. And so, um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's it is it's still a newer journey for me, but I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you said you graduated. What's what's the process like for becoming a yoga instructor? It's 200 hours. Well, there are several programs, but I did a 200-hour program. And there are a couple ways you can do it. You can go to like an intense school, and they do it over a month, and you literally Mm. just go to yoga school. Whoa. I did not do that. I have a full-time job and another part-time job. So I did mine over like six months. Okay. Yes. So Where where at? In Omaha. They're uh, Carol Westerman. Okay. This is a total plug for Carol because she's amazing. Really? Uh, but she's been involved in the yoga community for like 20 years. And wow. she, um, she's just so awesome. And the cool thing is this all happened and like COVID started to hit. And so I was able to actually finish up on Zoom, which was oh, nice. Really? It was super nice to be able to like finish up my certification. And, and I'm going on right now to get my 500 hour. And so I'm doing all of that oh, via cool. Zoom. So 500 more? 300 more, 500. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh, no. Uh, yeah, little... <laughs> that sounds like a lot to me right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's funny. So are y'all in person right now? We are still offering in person for right now, but uh, I will say 90% of our students actually come on Zoom. We offer both. Okay. Oh. And so, um, so, yes, you're able to, once you sign up, it's just we ask, you know, which way do you prefer and you can switch. I have, I definitely have students that sometimes they prefer in person, sometimes it's Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, you can practice in the comfort of your own home. Uh, and we have people that are like, I can't do that. I can't concentrate in my own house. I, I'm that way. I have three large dogs. I mean, mm-hmm. no one wants to practice with them. Yeah. So <laughs> I get it. But but we also understand that there are some serious health concerns right now. And so mm-hmm. we still want to make sure we're bringing yoga to everybody that wants it. And so right. there's absolutely an opportunity to just get your mat out at home and hop on Zoom and practice with us. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I've been doing yoga with Adrienne on YouTube. Okay. Um, so I, I'm curious, what's the advantage to like going to a studio? Because I've never done that. I've just done it in my basement. Um, well, first of all, you should go to our, my studio. You really? Okay. <laughs> um, no, I I think that there are definitely – you're not the only person. Actually, I would say most people start out on YouTube in their basement like, mm-hmm. what if I don't know how to do this? Um, it, it's just more comfortable, right? Yeah. So the advantage of coming to a class is, you know, we don't, we don't personally manually adjust. We will never – touch you during a class but if we yeah. felt like oh gosh that looks like it's really uncomfortable we can us we can aid you with you might want to just step your foot out a little wider or okay. if you walk your hand out a little bit further that stretch is going to feel so much different mm. um mm-hmm. so it's really getting that one-on-one yeah. interaction and even on zoom all of our teachers are keeping an eye if you choose really? to have your camera on some people don't and that's absolutely fine this is all about your comfort level mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but just watching that to say like little things even like yeah. when we forward fold we want to let go of the whole top half of our body and i always have somebody who's like holding their neck really tight and it's like completely let go of that neck like yeah. just ragdoll it out it's um me. <laughs> i mean it's me too honestly <laughs> when i actually do it because i don't often because i'm teaching i'm like oh yeah that's what it's like to release your neck that's yeah <laughs> so yes there's definitely those benefits um but you're not alone a lot of people do start that way mm-hmm. um and we try to be really mindful of people that 
there are terms, right? We, you know, pigeon and mountain and, and really it's just standing up or folding your leg underneath. And so it's making sure we're also walking through that because it's not going to help if you're really new to it. If I'm like, okay, now I want you to go into a down dog and you're like, I don't, yeah, I don't know what that means. (laughs) Um, so yes, it, I think that that's also, and not that they don't do that on YouTube, but really walking through those steps of like, and as a teacher, we can watch like, oh, that step isn't working like how can we better describe that yeah to you? Mm-hmm. yeah that's something i think about a lot because as i'm doing it i can never tell if i'm doing it right because mm-hmm. uh i'm not looking at myself so it would be really nice to have sort Absolutely. of that individual coaching that's cool um so you said yoga played a part of your sobriety it did yeah it still does yeah Yeah. Is that like a common way that some people cope? I will say, you know, yoga is used a lot in um, trauma relief, Mm -hmm. PTSD, things like that. Mm -hmm. So, and yes, you will find people that in their sobriety journey, they find yoga to help. Um, Again, because when you're coming back to that centering yourself mentally, um, that is, you know, the basis of what yoga is there for. Um, so we do see quite a bit of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and there are classes specific to that. I know that there's, you know, an instructor that teaches at Wild Root that is in the community that also helps with veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, she herself is a veteran. And so helping, you know, as they're coping and yes, I, it's, I do believe that yoga is truly for everyone. Um, and, but there are different types of classes again, based on not only lifestyle, but past experiences and, you know, what's brought you to this point in your life. And so, um, seek them out. They're out there. I mm-hmm. promise you, you know, wild root may not be the one that has them, but someone does. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we all have our niches out there and we're trying to, to help as many people as we can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you recommend sort of finding the type of yoga that's best for you? It's a great question. So I would, you know, you can always do a Google search. Most of our websites, for those of us that are out there, are updated with the types of classes we teach. Mm. Um, But if you know anyone in the yoga community, we're a pretty tight-knit community. So Yes. So you can always reach out. If you know anyone who's teaching in Lincoln, a lot of times they can direct you to someone that that can help if you have a specific need. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Interesting. What's your favorite type of yoga? Ooh. <laughs> that depends on the day. Yeah. I will say probably slow flow, which kind of starts with gentle stretching, creates some body heat and movement in the middle, and then it's kind of relaxed down towards the end. Okay. I am also a huge fan of guided meditation. And so I, I okay. personally start and end all of my classes with guided meditations. Really? I do. Um, meditation is so important. And I think that it's getting, this is going to sound, it's, it's getting more press right now because of the like way <laughs> the world is. I feel like everyone's talking about meditating <laughs> and like, meditating was cool before it was cool. Like everyone <laughs> should be doing it. Um, but, and there's no right or wrong way to meditate. Um, but if you're new to meditation and you're like, I just need to figure out how to do this, there are a lot of great meditation apps. Um, so yes, I, meditation as part of your yoga practice is, mm-hmm. is super important, but there are teachers that don't, don't teach that way. So yeah. it's, it's a personal preference thing. 
Um, if I'm having a really stressful day, a restorative class is always good too because it's nice to just – I mean, you do. You lay for an entire hour. Yeah. So. What is it about meditation that complements yoga really well? It, it's coming back to that mind. Really? It's mm-hmm. opening up the mind. It's – when you meditate um, – the goal is to let go of the day you had, the agenda coming up, mm. the, and to be in the present moment. And that present moment can look like a lot of things. I mean, I do guided meditations from you're walking through a forest to oh. we're going to focus on a, a color of light. And it doesn't matter what color it is, but I just want you to watch that light and watch what it does. And, and then allowing your imagination to morph that into okay this is your own energy and what does that energy do and I mean it can be so many different things Mm -hmm. yeah and so again that's why there's no right or wrong way it's just like what feels good for you yeah Mm -hmm. that's really interesting yeah yeah I've been trying to get into meditation as well as yoga so it's it's I've never really thought about doing them like side by side like that that's pretty interesting another advantage of the class it is (laughs) it is yes and you don't definitely don't have to do them together um yeah you know a lot of people prefer to like meditate first thing in the morning and they Mm -hmm. do a five or ten minute meditation to start their day Mm -hmm. and then yoga will come later and that's that's absolutely fine again there's no right or wrong way these are just things that are so so good for us yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i feel like mindfulness is kind of a word that i hear to describe like modern meditation i guess is that like those are kind of almost the same thing they are so the idea of mindfulness is just being in your present okay so it like for example when we first started the interview I don't feel like I was overly mindful I was just kind of like I have this agenda and list Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. as the more we're talking I'm just like nope just I'm just talking because I'm mindful of this is the space I'm in right now we're having a conversation Mm -hmm. and so allowing yourself to be in that space as much as possible not only brings out our own true authentic self, but it also does relieve our stress because we're just focused on, okay, this is the task at hand or what I'm doing at this moment. Let's be mindful in it and then move on from there. It also helps us identify our triggers faster. Mm-hmm. So if I'm in the middle of a project, I'm like, ooh, I, I'm feeling my stress rise. I'm feeling like some anxiety or anger or whatever the feeling might be. Mm-hmm. It's easy to identify that and go, you know what? I know I need a five minute walk right now mm-hmm. and I know that I can come back to this. So the more we're mindful, I think, the more we can catch those things early instead of spiraling into um, our stress or anxiety or depression or whatever the case might be. Gotcha. Hmm. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so maybe we can circle back to um, students a little bit. We're all going into break, finishing up with finals. Um, what would you recommend students do over this break to get um, – kind of take control of their health and their mindfulness and really, um, I don't know, take advantage of yoga, I guess. Yeah. Or whatever it may be. What what do students need at this point? Well, I would say, you know, going into the break, th- there's, there's some great things about that because it, it gives you some time to, mm-hmm. to kind of put school to the side and it does allow you to focus in on yourself. And so it's, you know, what are the things that I need? And holidays can be very stressful times, especially, you know, maybe you're heading back home and 
here you've been living on campus or doing your own thing, and now all of a sudden you're going back to your parents' house, and it's like, oh, I don't this, – this isn't going to be ideal. <laughs> and so this is where yoga and mindfulness and, and meditation can really play in. Um, you know, when you're really focused in on, on making that part of your, your day and your routine – it also makes it easier to understand that you only get it, you control you. And so how you react and what you're doing in those situations um, is on you. And then everyone else can react the way they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you're, yeah, so as you're focusing in on that and looking at, okay, do I have a yoga routine that I put into practice? And again, this doesn't have to be an hour. It's not like I need to do a full, which is what a class normally is, but like mm-hmm. a 15-minute just I need to like ground in. Um, you don't need a mat to do yoga. I mean, it's literally you can stand on the earth <laughs> and bend over forward and give yourself a couple of breaths, and I would call that yoga. It, it really is. <laughs> yeah. um, so giving yourself the space and the time to do those things. And then when you're thinking about your health, again, coming back to those good foods and those, that mm. getting your body moving and um, mm. all of those things play a role together to, to help us get to that mental clarity, right? I, mm. I think that at the end of the day, at least I hope everyone's goal is to really be the best version of themselves and mental clarity is a big part of that. And so, you know, all of these things go hand in hand and it, it is, it's, it's diet, it's exercise, it's mindfulness, it's meditation. Um, and when we're doing all of those things, uh, we just live a healthier, peaceful life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. That's super cool. I had another question. Can you yeah. explain manifesting? I have yes. heard of it, but I don't really know like what Absolutely. you would do. So manifesting sounds easy in theory. It's It can be some work. Uh, so the idea of manifesting is the belief is that really the universe has us, right? So we can do no wrong. Um, And by that, I don't mean like go out and do crazy things. (laughs) I just mean that if we are doing things with an open mind and an open heart, we are going to make the right decisions for our life. And so the idea of manifesting is, you know, I will use an example. I work in a nonprofit and I have goals for the nonprofit and we were behind on the goal. And I just was like, I've done everything. I I, and I can't figure out why I can't get there. And so my manifestation was literally, I need another $10,000 to come in for the nonprofit. And so it's focusing on that, like the positivity around, I want this to come. But then it's a daily practice. And by daily practice, it doesn't mean like, I'm obsessed with, you know, this $10,000. <laughs> but it's more like a couple of times a day, just I will figure out where this $10,000 will come from. And then you have to be open. Because sometimes it doesn't look the way you think. Um, so for those of us, me included, that are control freaks, it can be really hard. It can, be, it can feel like hard work. Because it's like, well, I'll, I, I just know that if I just keep calling this person. Um, it doesn't mean we don't do the work. You know, we still talk to people. We still, whatever the case might be, to build whatever we're manifesting. But if we get really type A and we're like, oh, I have to have it happen this way, that's where it's like it doesn't work like that so it's being open putting in the work and then always focusing on that positivity of like this outcome will will come to me very cool um how do you feel like you have changed as a person since you started doing yoga oh gosh (laughs) in so many ways um i 
I mean, I am more flexible. I will say that. Yes, I'm more <laughs> flexible. Um, but more so, my friends will say this, and I notice it less. But they're like, you're the so calm you were never calm hmm. and I guess I just still feel like me but but I I, I guess I probably am much calmer mm-hmm. the, things just don't get to me like they did you know it's just like okay well life is gonna happen right mm-hmm. life's gonna happen to all of us anyway mm-hmm. so let it happen um and let's figure out how to to work mm-hmm. around that instead of getting caught up in it um yeah I I mean, I do. I, in a lot of ways, I feel like a very different person. I feel um, so much more fulfilled in my life. I just, um, I can see the joy in things that maybe I, I wouldn't have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and sometimes it's the littlest things, you know. But but finding joy is, is something that's also just so important, you mm-hmm. know. Find the joy in your day. Um, but the joy now surprises me sometimes mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, that was... It, I mean, it'll be something as silly as, you know, a, my, my, we just got a puppy and my puppy trips over himself. And it's like, <laughs> oh. well, that, thank you for hurting yourself because that brought me a lot of joy. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's just, it's things like that, that it, in the simplest things, um, because the little things really do go a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How That's did so yoga kind of help you realize that or like change your mindset in that way? You know, it's, it's somebody just, I was just talking to someone about this and they were like, it, it, how do you explain yoga to people? And it's like, yeah, it's so hard to explain. It, yeah. it really is. Um, it, it's becoming, I guess the, it's becoming comfortable. Yes. With your thoughts and your mind. It's also becoming comfortable with your body, no matter how your body is. Mm-hmm. Um, I have practiced yoga much thinner than I am now. Um, I've practiced yoga heavier than I am now. Um, and I think that there's sometimes this like idea that you have to look a certain way. And that's so, so not true. Um, I mean, literally our, our motto is yoga is for every body. And mm-hmm. so it doesn't matter your, your body type or your anything that it is for you. Um, but you know, just even that acceptance, and maybe that doesn't sound like a big thing, but like my own body acceptance, you know, up until three years ago, I didn't have that. And now it's just, this is my body and I have to take care of it because um, it's the only one we get. Mm-hmm. And so it's, yeah, it's really hard to describe, but it kind of, it's just like, I feel like in some ways it's its own manifestation, right? It's mm-hmm. It started out that, oh, it feels really good to breathe like this. And now it's like, oh, it's kind of like, my whole world is is centered around the effects that I get from practicing yoga. You know, it's not that I'm spending every day in poses. Yeah. <laughs> That's definitely <laughs> not even close to the case. Um, <laughs> but the benefits of that time on the mat, off the mat, are, are just paying off in leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So what are some of those benefits? I know that's kind of all we've been talking about, but can you like lay them out? A little bit so I would say it's mental clarity it's being able to be calm being able to um, rationally look at things that come at us in life mm-hmm. and say you know what this is how I'm going to approach this without maybe without so much emotion behind yeah. it um, it's 
it's focusing on that breath. It's being able to like recognize the essence of our breath and the importance of our breath. Um, Hmm. Yeah, it's body awareness. It's, It's also being able to separate like the body and the mind need to work together. And I think a lot of people don't realize that they're either all in their head or all in their body. Yeah. And it's like there has to be a balance between the two because mm. like it's a partnership, right? Yeah. They they live in the same house. They've got to do things together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so like for someone just starting out, uh, should those things be the goal of yoga? Or should you like should you go into it trying to accomplish those things or should you go into it just letting what happens happen i would say letting what happens happen really i would and the reason i say that is my experience with yoga does doesn't look the same as everyone Mm. i know while we all have we feel similar benefits um I think in ways it can take us down different paths in life. And, you know, just thinking about a teacher that, that I teach with, she, d- she does not like guided meditation, like at all. And she's very, <laughs> very into functional yoga. And so it's very important mm-hmm. to her to look at what's the benefit of this pose. Mm-hmm. In terms I'll, of like stretching? And, and in terms of what it's doing for like your internal organs. Oh, and wow. um, I mean, she's, she's a retired nurse. And so she's, oh, okay. you know, the anatomy is so important to her. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know. Does it not hurt? Okay, good. Then do that. Like, <laughs> I mean, so we all kind of have different reasons for doing yeah. yoga. And so I wouldn't say come into this, you know, with this like, I have to find this because you may surprise yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this has been more my journey. And, and I know that a lot of people have similar journeys with it. But um, I, what I would say is, you know, if it, it's something you're interested in, Check it out just for the simple fact of like, look, I want a little bit of stress relief. What mm-hmm. is that going to do for my stress? Yeah. Um, and see where it takes you from there. Yeah. yeah, sure. That's cool. What is she not like about guided meditation? She actually told me that she's like, I have a hard time visualizing if it's being read to me. And she doesn't like to read them because she's like, I always fumble over words. And it's funny because I um, was a horrible reader growing up. Like I was always, you know, like when I was a kid, they would like put me in the lower reading groups and all that stuff. And so I've like made it my personal challenge. Like I will do guided meditation. <laughs> but the thing is like they're such, they're read so slowly mm-hmm. because you want people like that to give them the time to visualize that it's like, well, I can't really stumble because it's like I have time to like be watching ahead. And yeah. Um, so yes, it is. It is really interesting though, just teacher styles. And, and I think that's another really valid point if you're going to a studio and you're trying it out you're not going to offend the teacher if you're like that was not the class for me Mm -hmm. because we all have our own teaching styles because it's what we enjoy you should also enjoy it so I mean there are definitely classes that I'm like "Mm -mm, I don't I don't do those Um, and we have students that are that way too yeah they either find instructors they really love or just class styles they really love so don't worry about that. This is like anything else. You need to enjoy it. Um, and so shop that around. If it's like, if you take one class and it's like, uh-uh, this isn't for me. It's like, well, maybe that just wasn't the style. Mm-hmm. Um, try a different type of class. Mm-hmm. What types of yoga do you not like to teach? <laughs> well, I'm not, so I'm not trained in some of them, but like Ashtanga is a very traditional yoga style. Mm-hmm. It's based in like the roots of yoga. It's um, a very challenging class. And quite honestly, I don't, 
know that I could do one. <laughs> I just I, I, someday, someday. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I don't like power yoga. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a little more of like the. I do like to get a like just a little bit of sweat, you know, just like a little bit like, oh, I did something. And then yeah. like, as soon as that happens, I'm like, and eh, now we chill. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. So, you know, that's my, more my style. But again, there are styles for everybody. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Um, do you write the guided meditations? You... I have not yet. Okay. <laughs> that well, is one of my goals. Yeah. What, uh, what do they usually entail? Is it just kind of like? It's, the ones that I typically do create a visualization that can be pretty realistic to real life. Okay. So anything from like envision yourself in the middle of a river and you're floating on your back and the water's just holding you and the only thing you have to worry about is that the water's holding you and as you feel the gentle waves rush over you, the tension from your body releases. Okay. So it's like that real, nice. it could be, yeah, yes. that relaxed me. <laughs> <laughs> it could be real life experiences, like, you know, things that you could actually be doing. But, um, the whole goal is how do we help release? Well, the goal in that case is how do we help release that tension? And so it's a visualization that takes you out of your mind instead of like, cause sometimes we can be like, relax, relax. Why can't I relax? Like what's wrong with me? Yeah. And so instead of that, it's taking you out of your mind and saying, just imagine your body doing this and naturally you just start to relax. Mm. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and again, there's guided meditations for a lot of purposes. Um, but typically at the, especially at the end of a yoga class, my goal is how do we just get everybody to relax? Yeah. And, um, because the idea is you come to yoga and you do the work really just to get to Shavasana so you can rest at the mm. end, right? Like, isn't that all what we all want to do? Yeah. We just want to, like, relax. That's my favorite part. <laughs> <laughs> just laying there. Yes. <laughs> Does your studio do hot yoga where you, like, heat up the room we to, like, don't. 100 degrees? Yeah. We don't. Um, I don't I, – you know, at this point, I'm not sure that there are many studios in Lincoln that do offer it. Uh, Lotus May. Um there used to be several that did, and I yeah. and I don't know if it was because it was kind of a, a fad thing. Like, not that I feel like yoga is a fad, but sometimes, you know, right. people just get into certain things. Right. Um, no, we just don't – we haven't found that our students particularly want that, and so – I've heard it's tough. <laughs> yes. It's been it, – so I would say probably 15 years ago I tried one, which was why I think for then several years I didn't do any yoga. Yeah. <laughs> because it was like – that was miserable. <laughs> right. And you're, you're not only like trying to hold these poses, but then you're just like dripping all over your soul. I was yeah. like, oh, I can't do this. And again, everyone has their, their style, but it, that one just wasn't for me. Yeah. What is supposed to be like the advantage to that? What's the idea behind that? It's, it's being able to like sweat out toxins while you're oh. also moving and breathing. Um, but you know, there are other ways to get rid of toxins. I mean, we were talking a little bit about anatomy and um, something as simple as a malasana squat, which is just squatting down on your haunches, um, knees are open wide, feet are kind of at an angle, is the best thing you can do for your digestion. Mm-hmm. Um, and they say to do it 15 minutes a day. That's a long time wow. because it's actually like tight hips, tight backs. Um, it can be a lot. But even doing it for 30 seconds has its benefits and, yeah. and that helps with your toxin release. So. Mm-hmm. There are different ways to release toxins, just like there are different ways to get your exercise or, yeah. or eat healthy or any of those things. Um, so, yes, that is a benefit to hot yoga, but there are other ways to yeah. do the same thing. Interesting. 
Um, what makes your studio different than others in Lincoln? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> I would say we have a very wide variety of students. Mm-hmm. Um, from age, I mean, everything, ability. Um, I will, there are more and more males coming, which I love because I, I think that there was a stereotype for a long time that yoga is only for women, and that is so, so not true. Um, and I, I do, I think it's the community we've built. Mm-hmm. We just, it's a family. I mean, it, it truly is a family. And it's some of my closest friends are now because of, of being at the studio. Um, and I, I mean, and it isn't even just the teachers, but I know if we haven't seen someone for a couple of weeks, there are some students that will be like, hey, where's so-and-so been? I'm like, you mm. know what? I haven't heard from them. Oh, don't worry. I'll text them. I'll make sure they're okay. Mm. And like, you know, it just, we have, we've, we've created a community. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've had a brand new student in class and, you know, I'm caught up doing something after class. And so one of the veteran students will be like, did you have any questions? Can I help you? And it's like, really? oh gosh, that's not your responsibility. <laughs> but, but it is, it's like, we want you to feel so welcome here. And it is, it's, it's just a very welcoming place. So yeah, that's super sweet. Yeah. Hmm. That's awesome. What advice would you say? What, or what would you give to, um, a first time person coming into your studio? Come in with an open mind. Um, know that you're not going to get it right, and that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I don't get it right as a teacher. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a balancing pose and I've fallen. Mm. You know, these things happen. We're all human. And you got to give yourself grace to just come in, open mind, give it a try. Um, yeah, and I would just say just take it. Take it all in. Um ask questions a lot of people Mm. think that when you're in the midst of a class it's like it's you know just the the music in the background and the teacher's like instructing and no one's supposed to talk and it's like yeah no if you don't if you don't feel comfortable you don't know what's going on (laughs) please ask Mm -hmm. um so yeah ask ask the questions if it's like hey am i holding this right because it doesn't feel right um i would way rather someone do that than after class be like now my back feels really messed up. Well, that's the last thing we want to have happen. You should mm. walk out feeling good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, ask questions. Um, hmm. And, yeah, just it is. It's really just that open mind. Just yeah. kind of give it give it a shot. Yeah. Very cool. Do you ever do yoga with your dogs? <laughs> no, my dogs are too um, poorly behaved. Um, <laughs> I do yoga with my nephews quite a bit. Um, and I have started now teaching some kids – yoga like little retreats um and kids yoga is super fun because well first of all you can like totally make up fun names for poses that you wouldn't like you know because you want them to be relatable yeah Yeah. um (laughs) and so and it's fun to see them like because they it always starts out it's like they're playing around it's like oh we're not taking this seriously and then by the end of class you know they're like all sitting there in their little meditation it's like oh my gosh this is adorable (laughs) um so yes i I kids are a little easier because at least they can talk back to me. my dogs are the only thing they ever do is like as soon as I stand up it's like oh an open mat I'll lay on that <laughs> you're in my way but uh, do you ever do child's pose with the children yes <laughs> child's pose is good for everybody but you know what I'm finding is that more and more people if they have shoulder issues it's a hard pose oh really because your arms are up overhead um 
you know, there's a lot of things out right now that talk about modifications because our poses don't have to look a certain way. It really should be about your own anatomy and what feels good mm. for you. And so yeah. there's a saying that I love. It's um, yoga is not how you look. Yoga is how you feel. Mm. And so the way I do a child's pose and you do a child's pose are gonna, could look totally different. Um, and that's okay because it, it should feel right for each of us. Um, and actually, that's my favorite when I'm in a class. And I'm like, like come into tree and everybody looks completely different. Mm. And it's like because you're doing what's comfortable for your body, not because it's like it has to look this way. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that's super cool. Do the children usually like it? They do. Really? Surprisingly, yes. Because a lot of times they come and it's like they're not sure. Like, you know, it's their parents are like, you should go try this. Yeah. Um, and then I get a lot of like, hey, my kid keeps asking when we can do that again. Really? Yeah. Really cool. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm, I'm picturing myself as a child and I don't think I would have the attention span <laughs> to do yoga. <laughs> no, that it doesn't look. I'm not like, now we move into, I, you know, it's more like, yeah. let's try this pose. Okay, okay. Now let's like wiggle it out, shake that out, get rid of it. Okay. Now let's try this. That makes so so cute. it's not like a flow class. Yeah. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. I did learn my lesson though on Malasana squat because, you know, it's good for digestion. And so I told them like, this will help you poop. Well, that didn't help <laughs> anyone. Everyone fell over and I was like, okay, well, that wasn't, that wasn't the goal here. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, it is. It's more just about like, okay, how can I make this relatable? So you guys yeah. have fun with it, but mm-hmm. at the same time, you're still seeing the benefits. So. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe getting them started so they can get into it more as they get older. Yeah, so exactly. Cool. So you host retreats for them? We do. So we host several different retreats and um, just depending on what like the need is for the time of year and those sorts of things. Um, so we have, we've done kids retreats. Uh, and a lot of times when we do those, we also ask for moms to be there. It's harder with COVID right now. We're trying to like stay away from some of that. Yeah. The last one we actually did, we did an, as an outside event. Um, but like this last weekend, we just did a de-stress retreat and it was available on Zoom and in person again. Mm-hmm. So it was like, we can meet you where you're comfortable. And the beauty of things like that is that it allows us to practice some yoga and practice some meditation, but then we also talk in between it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, what benefits did you feel during this practice? Mm. And did that particular pose help you feel like you released some tension to help with your stress? Um, we also do a monthly women's circle where, you know, it's ladies that just come together and we do some yoga and some meditation. But again, we have like a topic that then we talk about and it's just coming together in that community to feel like, this is a safe space where we can we can just be ourselves and mm-hmm. you know practice our yoga, but also talk about things happening in our own lives. Yeah, that's super cool. I guess retreat. I was picturing like overnight. No, but, okay, no, no, not at least <laughs> at this cool. point. I mean, I'm I'm supposed to go to Costa Rica. I was supposed to go in March last year, and then I was supposed to go in October, and now it's scheduled for March 2021. <laughs> I highly doubt it's going to happen, but <laughs> I keep holding on. I mean, there are like retreats like that, and, right? And that yeah. one was offered or is offered through the studio, the former owner had set that up. So there are retreats like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we haven't done anything like that with kiddos. It's more like a right. 45 minute to an hour. Let's just like dabble in this idea of, mm-hmm. of how do we be mindful and, and move our bodies in ways that can help us if, um, if we're feeling maybe mad or frustrated. Like we did some breathing exercises where it's like, if you feel mad, you can breathe like a lion Mm. and release that madness instead of like yelling at your sibling. Um, So we talked about some of those things. Yeah. And and making it relatable to, you know, a kiddo versus. Can I have your attention, please? 
This is a reminder that in accordance with the university policy and the city of Lincoln's directed health measures, a face covering must be worn while in this building. We appreciate your compliance and encouragement of others as we each take the necessary steps to stay well and protect each other from COVID-19. Thank you. Please keep that in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice reminder of the times. <laughs> wow. Um, what were you saying? That really jarred me. That's a, no, that's okay. Um, we were just talking about retreats. And yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah, like yeah. with kiddos, yeah, we yeah. do. And I know that the school systems are more and more focused, too, on how they can bring mindfulness into, like, the classroom. and um, Because kids are also affected by these times, right? They, they still yeah. have anxiety, and this feels mm-hmm. unknown. And so, um, yeah, practicing just a little mindfulness or just, hey, take a step back. Let's focus on our breath for a minute can go a long way. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah. It's awesome. Um. Do you have any other questions? Um, I don't. Do you have anything? Can I make a, a shameless plug? For this yes. Show? Of course. Okay. <laughs> so Wild Root Row Yoga is at 70th and Vine. We're in the Meadow Lane Shopping Center. And we do offer our first three classes for $20, which is a really deep discount. Um, and that's that, really good. And yeah. the goal behind <laughs> that really is we want you to try out several teachers. So mm-hmm. you can try three classes out for a small investment. Um, so we would love for you to come and try. And again, you have the option of Zoom or in person. So even if you're going home for the holidays, mm-hmm. you can still Zoom wow. into class from home. Uh, we have people actually that Zoom in from, from Colorado regularly. Wow. Uh, the former owner will Zoom in every once in a while wow. from Montana. And so, yes, it's, it's the beauty of this technology, right? It's like you can yeah. participate where you're at. Um, so we'd love to have you at the studio. Yeah, that's awesome. What three classes would you recommend? With students, I feel like, um, you know, slow flow and gentle are good places to start. The two I would stay away from, if you have never practiced, is power yoga and ashtanga. Okay. But really anything else on our schedule, and those are each only offered one time a week, but anything else on our schedule, um, you can be a true beginner and, and take them and you will be just fine. Cool. You heard it here, folks. Check out Wild Root Yoga. Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes, yeah. this thank awesome. you. This, this was, was really interesting. This was great. Yeah.